Heavenly Father, thank you once again for another opportunity to gather in your presence. We thank you for your love, your kindness. We thank you for all that you continue to do for us. We thank you for this podcast. We pray that this episode will be a source of blessing and answered questions for our listeners and ourselves. Open our hearts and let your spirit speak through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, welcome to the Tefila Media Podcast, where we take the time to slow down, self-reflect, and talk about the goodness of God. I'm Ike Della. And I'm Lawrence. Together, we're the co-founders of Tefila Media, where it is our mission to spread the goodness of Jesus as far as the little part of the internet can take it. We pray that you're touched and encouraged by our journey. Hello guys, welcome to once again another episode. This is the third episode for this season, season two, where we talk about the struggles and how to deal with them as Christians and the things that we handle and deal with in our daily lives as Christians in the society, in the world in which we live in. And I am super excited about everything that we've been through and what we're going to have today. Today is a very important and heartfelt topic. And we have once again, another guest, a returnee. I love when people return, you know, and this, this is actually, I would say, He's part of the family. I mean, he is part of the family, so I can't really be saying anything <laughs> else because I have no choice. But, yep, um, I am Lawrence. And I am Aiki, um, your regular host. And we have with us today um, my husband, Chris Bell. He has mm. been our music director at the church um, for a while together with Lawrence. And we're excited to have him here to kind of help us kind of break down, um, you know, the struggle of music in Christianity, you know, um, not to give anything away. Um, but yeah, so we're excited. Chris, yeah. are you excited? I am excited. <laughs> he has okay. to be. He has, he has to, to be. be. He has no choice. He has no yeah. choice. He's part of the family, so he has no choice. You know, if I don't think when I go for Thanksgiving meals, I'm excited to eat. I probably might not be excited to see some cousins and aunts that I don't remember, but for the food, I'm excited. So at least everyone, one thing, everyone likes the food. One thing yeah. brings me excitement, and that will be the food. So in this case, I don't think it's going to be the drilling, but it's going to be the fact that he'll be able to talk about what he loves so yeah. very much, which is music. Very true. Very true. And so... Dr. Chris Bell, I am not going to talk about saving one toe at a time. I'm just going <laughs> to talk about music, you know, yeah. and um, once again, thank you for coming. It's really an honor to always have you. It's always a great thing to talk to you. Yeah, it's definitely a pleasure being back here. Um, like And like I told you guys from last season, if you guys don't invite me, now I'll invite myself. And that's that's going to be the norm because this is a great thing that you guys are doing. And I'm 
forever a part of it. That's right. Forever a part of it. My wife says you signed the contract. So that's it. <laughs> there we go. It. Okay. Well, so thank you. Like I said, Dr. Criswell for showing up and um, I will go ahead and start the drilling process. Okay. <laughs> Um, today, like I said, our listeners, we're talking about music. Um, during the summer, there were a lot of new songs that came out. There were a lot of songs that um, recycled. Um, like one of the songs, The Blessing by Kerry Joe, that song has been since the beginning of 2020 and has still been going on and on. Yeah. Um, and those are some songs that become popular and become a mainstream song, you know, and um, there are other songs as well from different artists. Some are not gospel and some are not Christian and some are just pop or whatever genre, but not Christian. Um, and you step into a mall or into a shopping area or you go to the beach and you have people with your music and you can't help but hear their songs over and over you know um the other day i realized i was singing a song obviously my lyrics were wrong but my wife was like how do you know this i'm like yeah remember when you spent three hours at target <laughs> that song yeah. came up like five times <laughs> and so now it's stuck in my head you yeah. Know? And cool. yeah I got the lyrics wrong you should try to correct me and I was like oh so cool well now I know but we end up getting those things we're getting in those situations and we really want to talk about if it's okay as Christians to flow go with the flow you know, you listen to um, a concert comes up and it's a popular artist and you just want to go with it just because you want the live music experience, you know, or you just. So I guess my first thing is why should we even try to draw a line between Christian songs and I guess, circular songs. Okay. Yeah, so for me, um, one of the basics when it comes to music in general that I learned a very long time ago is that music is one of the few things that actually gets into a person's soul. It can affect how you feel. It can charge how you feel or it can put you in a different mood and so because it's, it's such a powerful medium to transmit information and then and there's a certain power behind what comes through music it's always important for us to be mindful of the kind of music that we are listening to because if you are listening to something that transmits power to you you have to question where that power is coming from 
I'm not saying that all, all songs are spiritually charged. Not necessarily. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, there are some songs that are just for fun. But also look at the message the song is conveying. And that's, that's where sometimes, you know, as Christians, we have to kind of draw the line between, you know, do I want to listen to this song that is it's glorifying uh, Satan or, you know, glorifying a certain vice in the community or a certain behavior that you don't condone or a certain language you don't condone based on your faith or you want to listen to something that is edifying you because one of the roles music plays in the church is it's one number one to glorify god number two to edify the church because with music music is one of the few things that you can actually gather a group of people and and tether them together chain them together, get them all on the same plane and carry them to the next level. So music is it's so powerful that it's one of the first things that, you know, God, God, God created. Even when he created Lucifer, you know, he, he, he had someone in charge of music because music was such a powerful to worship, was such a powerful tool in, in God's design. So it's it, it important that we are mindful about the, the kind of songs we listen to. I mean, I know there's usually a gray area between, you know, what is worldly and what is, you know, not, or what is secular music or what is spiritual music sometimes. But there are some that, you know, it's, day, it's, it's night and day. You can tell that this one is not something I want to put into my spirit. And there are some that, you're like, oh yeah, this is this is what I need to be feeding on. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that we can end the podcast here because he's basically rounded up and said everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, um, yes. But but I would add that um how do we how do we determine which music is spiritually charged and which is not like mm. in the in our case, for example, we have kids, right. And they have like popular kids music that they listen to in school. Like, I mean, they play music in school for them. And I recently got to find out that one of the songs, you know, that they've been playing, the guy that sang the song is like a big time, like Satanist, not just an atheist, but like a big time Satan worshiper. And I was like, what? Yeah. This is a popular music, right? It's like music that is very, is popular. Everyone is singing it. It's being played all over the place. So there's no way to really determine because if it's, if it's an evil intention, right, they wouldn't come and blatantly sing. Not everyone, right, would blatantly come and be singing things about, oh, I'm a devil worshiper or I'm this or I'm that. I mean, I've heard stories about musical notes, right? Certain musical notes putting you in a certain mood and... It's like behind the scene of the music. So you don't hear it blatantly when you're listening to the music, but under, you know, under there somewhere, there are some musical notes that are more, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. I don't know if you understand what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it's, it's very, it's very disturbing. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I love music and I love all kinds of music. I mean, I don't only listen um, to Christian music. To I get Hill inspired song. by all. You don't only listen yeah. to Hill, Hill song. 
I love Hillsong, but no, I don't want to listen to Hillsong. I always listen to, I mean, I listen to other kinds of music. I'm inspired by a lot of different kinds of artists. And Hillsong is my favorite, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. But um, yeah, so it's it's kind of something that we need to watch out for, I would say. Like, yeah. we should just be mindful. Um, we should just be careful. Tread, tread you know, carefully um, on the type of people. Because sometimes you, you look at the background of a singer, you look in the background of like a group, and then maybe, you know, you get more insight into what they are really about and stuff like that. But I mean, you're not always thinking about that when you're jamming to a song. You just want to like, you know, be, be in the vibe. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I think we, we should differentiate two things. So that, that we should differentiate between casual exposure to um, um, actually imbibing the song, actually allowing the song to, like something that you play all the time yeah. that will have an effect on you. There are two different things. I mean, when you like the example you gave Lawrence, like you were in, in Target, they were playing the song. You, you have no control over who, like which song is being played. So you do have a casual exposure to that. But if you will consciously sit in your car or at home in your and play the same song over and over and over again, at that point, you are you, you are actually letting the words in the song because each song Con- contains a certain message or ex- uh, uh, and words words by itself we know words are life so there's a certain life in the song that mm-hmm. gets into you there's a certain impartation of not just the musical sound but a certain thinking um a pattern that you get from a song what the what the what the um the composer of the song is trying to convey so if if you have that you know deeper connection to a song that you are listening to over and over and over again it, i think that at that that is at that level that you want to see who sang the song what is the song about and is the message in the song something that will edify you you know and and that's that for me me personally that's how i look at it um to give an example um uh recently i i was listening to this song um uh i think it was playing in my car recently um what a beautiful name right it was a uh by hill song it was an acapella version and as they kept singing Without the instrumentation, I was—I guess I was listening more to the lyrics at that point, and it had me go back to figure out. Okay, so how did they write this song? Like, why did they write this song? And, and like, so I went online, did a little research about just trying to understand the the the, the thinking behind writing the song, and it made me get this whole new revelation about the song, this new appreciation for the same song that I've played over and over and over again over the years i've listened to over and over again in church but now that like i'm actually paying attention to how and why the song was written who wrote the song like because you can do that research like people 
people will put the information, the inspiration behind the words. And that that gives you a whole different appreciation. And that's one of the things that, like, you know, I, I think we, we should keep in mind that, you know, with casual exposure to music, I my wife can tell you, and I can tell you that I love all kind of music with rhythm. So I'm listening to very old school songs with rhythm new as long as there's a certain kind of rhythm i'm 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 down for it sometimes i don't even know what they're saying as long as the rhythm is good i'm i'm jamming along but then if you're talking about a song that you are soaking in a song that you are listening to over and over and over again those are the ones that you definitely want to be sure that the message you are conveying is something that you want in your spirit Mm, yeah, I think I think that that does make sense. Uh, my my wife is an amazing person. I love her, um, and um, we have the Google Home. So I realized one time that um, I came home and the Google Home was playing, and it was just playing worship music, and. I was wondering because the song that I heard, I loved it. You know, I just loved it. And um, the next day, it was a different song. And so I, I started wondering what was happening. And I realized that it doesn't matter. For her, she plays a song, a Christian song in the bedroom throughout. At first, it used to be when she's there doing stuff. And now it's like, it doesn't matter. Even when she steps out, I will stop the music, step out, and she will come and start it and step out. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. That that I've always loved that. I've always always wanted to do that, and that's good. But what stood out to me was she was singing one of the songs recently, just like out of the blue and. She she doesn't like singing, so she wasn't really singing the lyrics, but she was making the melody and she would sing it and she's so happy. And I'm like, what's happening? Then I realized that that listening, you know, now the song that is stuck in her head is not some weird song from Target or wherever she went to. Uh -huh. It's a song that she listens at home and it's a song that edifies her. So I would say something uh, when I talked about oh i'm a child of god she was like yeah i'm no longer a slave da, da, da. i am a child of god all she knows is i'm i'm the child of god part <laughs> she didn't know mm -hmm. whatever it was saying before so now i tell her and you know because that is now speaking to her like she's even singing some of my statements because she's been listening to it so you're right when we soak into certain things you know choosing what we soak into you know the things that we can control because certain things we cannot control but yeah. the things that we can yeah. control yeah. the atmosphere that we have at home you know i think that's very important because yeah it would help us so even now the popular music though of uh, i think that's a that's a thing you know um people watching squid game and <laughs> I know some people on here watched it because it yeah. said the vibe was too high. And in, in my defense, when people talk about stuff a lot, 
I don't watch it. <laughs> I don't know why. I think I want to be the rebel, but <laughs> but yeah. Um, so when people talk about the popular music and the mainstream songs and all that, I if I don't hear it, because like that's how I found the blessing. Nobody sent me to it. I was sleeping yeah. and music was playing, and the blessing played just when I was waking up. And so I went back to it. I told Google, I like this song. And Google was like, okay, cool. And then I was like, play it again. It put it on repeat. And that's how I learned about the blessing. I loved it since then. Um, and some other yeah. songs as well that I just hear from that. I don't, I really don't, when people send me the songs, okay, cool. I'll get it, but I'll mostly get it on my own, you mm -hmm. know? So the popular songs are not popular before I come to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that because I started listening to them, they become popular. So I'm supposed to be getting some dinero for it, but <laughs> those artists, I'll write them personally. But yeah, you know, talking about mainstream and those things, the, I think the first issue about that is trying not to be swayed towards the side of society what is mm -hmm. everybody listening to what do my friends the people that i hang out with what do they like listening do they like listening to rap songs or with cuss and cuss and cuss or do they like listening to slow quiet songs when i went to california the people i was with they were listening to rap songs and it was a lot of cusses and cusses and this person <laughs> a song was stuck in their head And all they could say was curse words, curse words, curse words. I'm a curse word, curse word, curse word. Yeah, we're gonna curse word, curse word, curse word. <laughs> And I'm like, that song is sucking That's your crazy. head. <laughs> I mean, we had we're at a two year old's birthday party. You're not stuck with baby shaka shaka shaka. You're not stuck with that. And I think it it just made me say, okay, you know what? I wanna. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not going to hang out with that person because I don't want that song to be stuck in my head. In your head. So even though I was in the midst of all these people, I put on my headphones and I said I was mm -hmm. doing some homework. But the truth is I was watching Netflix. <laughs> and noise cancellation, noise cancellation headphones do work. Oh, yes, <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do work. But, you know, yeah. that's... So I guess my advice would be when you find yourself in a situation like that where you can't escape... First, prevent yourself from getting there. Choose your friends oh. wisely. Choose the people that you hang out with. Also, based on the songs they listen to. Because like yeah. Dr. Criswell, you said, those songs have the tendency to influence how we feel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like an example is like for me, like in the OR, um, I even like this, this in, in residency, If, if you go back to Penn where I did my residency and you play certain old reggae music, the first person's name that comes up is my name. <laughs> and I, I intentionally do that because usually I play those songs towards the end of the day when everyone's day is a little bit longer, everyone mm. is tired and, you know, I, and I, I usually would joke that, oh yeah, now it's time to get to this island beach uh you know state of mind mm. just imagine that you're sitting on, on the beach somewhere sipping coconut 
milk with a straw. Well, milk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from from the coconut. Yeah, I mean, it, we, we are not <laughs> drinking. We we are we are not drinking. So coconut water or coconut milk. Okay, coconut water makes more sense. Okay, coconut milk. I don't know how it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, it tastes good. And, and and the fun the funny thing is that it changes the mood in the in a stressful work environment mm. you know because mm-hmm. and mo- most most places by the time the clock hits 4 5 mm-hmm. p.m. 6 p.m. people are mentally tired and they they just want to get out of that place and it's amazing how music can just change the mood you know yeah. the other day I was in the OR and the, the the nurse just like she told me straight up she's like she always likes to be in my OR because she doesn't feel like she's working because we always play music and that makes a huge difference. That, 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 that can tell you, you know, the power of music and how music can change the mood and the environment. So it's, that's, 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 a, that's a good point to, to always think about. Yeah, it, it, it does refresh. It's a refreshing, um, you know, I, I think it's also, it can be called a catalyst, you know, because it helps speed up certain processes um back in the day yep back in the day i i remember i see no judgment okay i can't remember the number of ladies that i asked out based on lyrics from songs by oh singing gosh. to them. Oh my God. When I, in high school, I had this, we created a music um, group and we sang Peace, no, was it Peace? Style Plus, Style Plus songs and all the songs were about, and it was so, now that I think about it, it was either <laughs> my friend slept with my girl, my girl was for all three of us um then i was trying oh to ask God. i was trying to ask this girl out on a date and i asked her for a number and then her <laughs> boyfriend came behind and took her or even um escape with me on a sunday because that's when the angels are available for you <laughs> you know and I, that's how i got so many of my girlfriends like it was so dope i remember this one lady that is I never, so weird <laughs> I never asked her out. I just sang, sang. And then after that, she was like, oh, you have a nice voice. Can you sing that song again for me? And I sang. And after that, we're holding hands and <laughs> officially we're in a relationship. Oh, <laughs> my like, wow. God. That's, nice. That's what music yep. does. It, it was my music. catalyst. You know, I was scared to talk to people. I was scared of rejection. It was my catalyst to get in that opening up and so yeah it really does help but like you said being cognizant of what we listen to because it can lead you either down or up you know in in the situation of one of the issues um and the first episode we talked about mental health um one of the coping skills is also listening to music you know yeah and the kind of music you listen to that would uplift you and I have never, I, in all my years that I've handled music or I've listened to music, I haven't found a good soothing music 
as Christian music that uplifts yeah. it uplifts your spirit. Yeah. It uplifts your life actually. You know, one of the things um in the Sirius XM radio the message they say some songs uplift your day but these ones uplift your life. <laughs> yeah. You know, and those are Christian yeah. musics because yeah. they give you hope, they give answers to solutions, then they also give you that feeling of you know the beats and we have Christian music in every genre of music. Yeah. Yeah. Reggae, rap, like we we have them. So if we yeah. try to talk about the mainstream songs, oh, they say, um, I saw an argument where they were saying um, uh, most, the mainstream songs now to reach the youth of th these days is rap songs. But we have rappers who sing Christian music. It doesn't yeah. have to be diluting the word of God. The message, yeah. Yeah, just because you want to. Yeah, we don't got to do that. So, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like also we it's there's always an opportunity. Um, I I believe that when we are asked to choose music, or when let's say in your car, right, or your, mm -hmm. you know, you there there is you know if someone's expecting or someone someone's looking up to you, like you're kind of like a role model to someone, and they come sit in your car, you know, and they and you start playing like music that they don't expect, right? Because you're a church person, you're a church, you're a church girl, you know, you you lead praise and worship, you do, like, you sing ministrations in church, and then they come and sit in your car, and you're playing, like, you know, some Cardi B, you know, um, I don't know who the other popular people are, but um, is it is it a missed opportunity there? Like, are we, are we condoning... You know, because it's not everyone that understands or everyone can that can have the balance, especially if they are new believers, right? It's it's hard for some some new Christians to know that this there's a limit, right, to how much you can allow um to, into your, your your life or into your immediate environment. Um you have to be careful. Like there's a limit to it, you can't do it all the time, but it's not everyone that can do that. So I mean, how, what what do we do? Like, what is the, I don't know, wh how do we go about that? Like, trying to not make it seem like we are not, we are, we are um, so spiritual, so holy, um, but at the same time, try, not trying to lead someone else astray. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Paul says something that, like, you know, he became all things to all men so that in the process he may win some, right? So not necessarily that, you know, uh, I mean, like the, the, the example that you gave is if you have uh, a new believer come sit in your car. I mean, if, if let's say you, you are the new believer and you sit in your pastor's car and your pastor is, is playing some wild cussing music, naturally you wonder you'll be like wait am i in the right church am i in the right environment it doesn't mean that the pastor playing that music necessarily means that he is unspiritual but the pastor should know that if 
Paul said, if you have to do something that will cause your brother to fall, don't do it. It doesn't mean that you are, you are bound by the laws or the rules not to do it. But because you want to save your brother or the newly convert, you want to, you want to encourage them to the place where they, they understand, they have the foundations to believe for themselves. And then they will get to make those choices themselves. But, you know, so th th that's why you all, you, the person have to be cognizant of, of your environment and how you control your environment. If you're, if you're, if Bible says that we are light. So Bible, like Jesus lightens us to a light. So when, when, when you, when, when you, when you light as at the light that you always place it at a vantage point to brighten as much as you can. So if someone sits in your car, someone is hanging around you and you know that this person is looking up to you, you at that point have to use that opportunity to, to, to show them what it means to be spiritual or to listen to spiritual songs okay? not not necessarily being religious but being like as a way of life something something that you normally do is it's not like because of them then that's the first time you listen to a, a christian song or a, a, a worship song but if you normally, if, if, if you, if you are, a, if you are a mature Christian to start with, you should normally be listening to certain types of songs and that's the environment you want to create for them. And, and it's, it, and you, you don't want to be a hypocrite in the process that, okay, they are not in my car. So now let, let me play my Cardi B or let me play my, my, my cursing music. No, at the end of the day, God is looking in, in your heart and it's the intentions behind the things we do. So, you know, even the choice of music and the choice of environment, you know, music is all for, for, for the glorification of God first and edification of your soul as a person listening to this song. And God says that the glory only comes to him. So, it should always be your goal that if you're listening to some kind of, as it, I, I personally will not listen to a song that will will say will tell me that okay the glory is to the devil. I mean, if I if I hear a song like that, I mean, I there's no way I'm going to be playing that continuously in my car because that's a choice I can make. Yeah, and, and so that that's the point I'm trying to make that you know in that scenario you always want to read the environment and 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 adjust you because the, the whole point about you know paul talking about uh, talking about all it's not all all um because uh, like in the jewish custom it's not every meat like the the, the swine or the pork, pork meat is it's it's supposed to be unclean and you know go God gave the revelation that listen, it's you. You cannot say that you cannot call things that I have created unclean. But if you eating the uh, the, the pork or the unclean meat, as it as it said in the laws, will cause another person to fall, then don't do it. It doesn't mean that pork is unclean. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's. That's I like that example because I've been in that situation. 
I had a friend. Well, I have a friend. He's a Muslim, and um, he on the ship. I was supposed to go get him food, and I know he doesn't eat pork. So what I did was, I put the chicken and his. I put his food, and then they had pork. They just it was a packed breakfast, and they had the pork there already, but it wasn't touching. So I was like, "Oh, I took it out." I was like, "He's not gonna eat this," so I took it out and threw it away. I didn't eat pork either, but I told him like, "Oh, by the way, there was pork on the plate. It didn't touch, and I took it out." He was like, "As long as it touched the plate, you know, it did." He's not gonna eat it, so mm-hmm. we had to throw the food away. I respected that. Like I felt so bad, but I respected that. You know, I respected that this is what he wants to do, and so I didn't, I didn't bring the pork for me to eat, and I wasn't gonna eat it in front of him, even if I did. But I threw my food away, and then I went and got a snacks that I know that he's <laughs> gonna eat, so that we can eat. Because I wasn't yeah. just gonna eat in front of him as well, while mm-hmm. he's hungry. Because he he was hungry. I mean, we had been on watch for like fifteen hours straight, so we're all hungry and tired. And so, yeah, that that does make sense, you know. Um, I'm the person in that situation. I believe that I was understanding what someone doesn't like, yeah. and I wasn't gonna have them go against their faith. Yeah, you know? and the sin against your faith because because I if I think about it if I didn't tell him that I had it there he would have just eaten it yeah but I had to be honest to let him know that hey this is it in case you still want to I didn't know that was a thing like even though it touched the plate it couldn't but yeah but yeah um wow this music is a very important thing I think it takes a long time for us to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many other things that we would love to talk about. Um, so this is going to be part one of our music episode. Um, we're going to come back with part two. And we're going to talk more on... I want to talk about the fame around musicians. You know, about around gospel artists the difference between entertainment and performing and actually worshiping. Um, mm-hmm. That's what we're going to talk about in our next. And why do people get paid when they're doing gospel music? That's something which I've heard that question before. Mm-hmm. So, um, but to our listeners, if you have more questions that you'd like us to talk about, just let us know, um, put it in the comments or slide in our DMs to Feeling Media. Yep. On Instagram or just email us at thefillingmedia at gmail.com and we'll handle mm-hmm. those topics as well, especially when it comes to music. I think we probably will have three parts on music. Yeah, um, we're yeah talk it's about a lot that. to cover. <laughs> it's a lot to cover. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, and before we go, uh, Dr. Criswell, worldly yeah. music. What mm-hmm. is worldly music? 
well, for me, my definition of what worldly music is, any any song that is is not geared towards the Christian faith and edification of the church um, is with that definition is a blanket definition. I, I mean, you, you, it's because if if you want to just separate, okay, worldly or secular music from Christian music, there's a lot of secular music that is just for entertainment. That doesn't mean that they are evil. But then there's some secular music that is purely profane. There's the, the content is vile and that you don't want to listen. Like you, you have no business listening to that. But if, if so, if, if you want to define worldly music, you, you also have to differentiate that there are some secular music. They are not, they are not necessarily religious music, but they are purely for entertainment. I mean, there are there are um, gospel artists that sing secular music, right? Correct. And mm-hmm. if, if you know by secular, they, they are not singing necessarily, you know, about God or about God. Jesus, mm-hmm. but Correct. they're singing about life things, things that happen mm-hmm. in life. So it's not all bad, but we, as mm-hmm. as Christians, we definitely have to choose, you know, wisely what we listen to or what we, um, you know, invite into our spaces or what we invite into our environments. And yeah, it's definitely, so it's not all yeah. bad. They are, mm-hmm. they, are, they are secular music and then there's music that as a Christian, you really shouldn't be listening to. And it's yeah. just, a, it's just what it is. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's like we've been saying, it's a lot, it's a lot that we can talk about um, under this um, topic of music and secular music, gospel music, Christianity and stuff like that. Um, we definitely want um, you guys' inputs um, cause it's a lot. I mean, I'm sure people will have like, op- you know, opposing, um, viewpoints and stuff like that. And we're here. So if you have any contributions or, um, anything like that, um, guys, you are welcome to share respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Respectfully. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, Thank you very much, Dr. Chris. I do appreciate you. As always, like you said, we have no choice because if we don't invite you, you will bring yourself. So, <laughs> yes. But I try to make sure that I don't want you bringing yourself. And now I'm getting blasted on air. So I would rather <laughs> invite you. Exactly. <laughs> so that, there we go. <laughs> so that thing is smooth and rolling. But yeah, um, to the uh, listeners, I hope you had a great time. Um, music is an instrument. It's a language and it's a gift. These is, and it's available to every one of us. Yeah. Doesn't matter what kind of device you have. Um, we get it even from the birds, even from the the leaves on the trees and i saw a video recently about this guy who connects a certain device to flowers and he listens to the melody from them and so that's amazing because there's music all around us 
Now, when we're exposed to so many things, there's a choice to make because not everything we take in is good. And not everything we keep taking over and over is also good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's one thing that's for sure. The gospel, the good news. Now, we will dive in to figure out what is the difference between gospel music, Christian music, um, whatever kind of music, that diff- those different things. But for now, I would advise everyone to listen to Christian songs. Whatever situation in which you find yourself, listen to a Christian song. Pick a Christian song. We got Carrie Job. We have Hill Song. Hill Song, Bethel Music. Elevation. Elevation. We have Corey Asbury. We have Cody Keynes. Casting um, Crowns. Casting Crowns. Yeah, we have a lot. So if you have Apple Music and you put one of these people and it will play your station. We have Tasha Cobbs. I love her a lot. Um, we have, I I, sh- I can't call people and forget to call a good friend of mine, um, Jared Reynolds from California. He's opening this weekend for Snatch. I'm so proud of him. So excited for him. Nice. Um, that's an example of someone who uses music in the right way. And he has a voice, he has a gift, and yet he has chosen to use it to serve God. So let's do that. Let's do that. Um, so yes, all these people, Jared also has his album on Apple Music and Spotify and all these other things. So listen to them and create a radio, create a station, Listen to music as more as you can. Listen to preaching and then also pray. But the assignment for this week is music. And we will be back with part two and hopefully part three. So thank you all for listening. Have a great... Have an awesome, awesome, awesome rest of your day. Yep. And thank you, Dr. Chris. Always a pleasure. And until next week, adios.